1: Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Hey,
2: welcome back. we in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Happy to be with you on this Thursday afternoon. One hour down, three hours to go. And uh, we just heard from Brian Ingramsby, and you may uh, agree or disagree uh, with what he said. But I will comment on we all fall on hard times, right? Uh, And and most people in this audience have fallen on some financial hard time. And many during that financial hard time have had to pick up a second job. You know, you you didn't go um, looking for help. You said, all right, I'm going to work my way out of this. Right, and people have done that. A lot of people had to take a year or two off between high school and college to work up enough money uh, to put a down payment on college, or because they didn't want to take as many loans out when they went to college. So we've all fallen on hard times. Um, and you know, I'll say there are people out there who who you know have the mindset: I'm only going to work one job my whole life. I'm not going to work a part time job. And, you know, if you have that mindset and find yourself at a minimum wage job or find yourself at a job that you're only making $16 an hour, then you might like this proposal by State Senator Sean Ryan. Now, there was a time working my way up in my radio career that I pieced together three jobs and I didn't complain. I didn't look for anyone, you know, to make things better. I didn't look for anyone to give me more money except for those who were employing me, but my first years out of college, I was piecing together three part-time jobs. And, you know, looking back on it, hey, it worked out. Those three part-time jobs together, I was making good money. I was never sleeping, but I was making good money. And, you know, that's just, in my opinion, that was just part of getting into the field. That was just part of growing up. Um, and maybe even part of maturing. But, you know, when I first got out of college, I um, quickly became Tom Barley's call screener from 9 to 12 when he was on in the morning, if you remember back then. And I would um, do 9 to 12 uh, Tom show. And then I would go and work Bed, Bath me on 1 to 5. And then there was a nationally uh, syndicated show running out of 1520 at the time, whose politics I didn't agree with, by the way. And I was the assistant producer on a show whose politics I didn't agree with, but it was in radio and it was on my way up and – I was able to show, hey, guess what? I can work on a show regardless of the opinion. And to the host's credit, the host let me chime in with my opinion every now and then. Um, But I pieced those jobs together. From 9 a.m. to 10 p.m., Monday through Friday, I was working. And you know what? Like, I don't look back on that and go, oh, what an awful time. I was working all day, every day. I look back on that, that was the start of getting to where I am now. And if I hadn't done that, you know, I wouldn't, I don't believe, be on the air right now. Uh, that really worked up my radio experience. And if I could get in the into DeLorean, go back, that's what, I would do it all over again. That was amazing experience. Yeah. You know what? I missed out on a few things. But at the time, I didn't care about the things I was missing out on. I was working my way. I was attempting to climb that ladder in the radio business. Now, I took a few detours, as you know, but I ended up here. I worked my way up. And guess what? If I hadn't, if I was still in 2023 piecing three jobs together, I probably would look for a different career path. I'd probably look for another employer. And that does play into this as well. So many people are just like, well, I'm going to, you know, I deserve this race. And guess what? Guess this is probably going to hurt to, to hear. Uh, and maybe not. There are people out there that don't make as much as they're deserved, as they deserve. You're right. There are people out there that bust their, you know what, um, working a job and they just don't get the raise that they're probably deserved. But you can't just sit there and and hope that someone eventually is going to make things right for you. you. If you have been continuously putting in the extra work, if you have continuously been going above and beyond and you're still making the same, it's on you to find a new job. Either your employer doesn't appreciate you, or they don't have the money to give you the raise. And if that's the case, you're not obligated to stay there. It's not on Sean Ryan to make things better for you. You obviously have a great work work ethic. I mean, if you're the kind of employee that's putting in overtime, you're working 50, 60 hours at this place, and you're not getting acknowledged for it, why would you stay there? I mean, I think that plays into this as well. People just get so, is the word complacent? Just so comfortable that they don't want to move. Well, guess what? Sometimes, as we talked about earlier in the week, you have to step out of that comfort zone. Yet yeah, life's not always comfortable. And sometimes you have to take a risk, and sometimes you have to take a chance. Or guess what? Here's the thing that might hurt. Maybe you're just not good at your job. Maybe you're not getting a raise because the work you're doing is subpar. And maybe you're just lucky to have a job. But there are times where you you can't just look to Albany and say, wow, I need more money. Sean Ryan, make it so this place has to pay me more money. Sometimes you have to look in the mirror and say, I need more money. What are my options? I just laid them out for you. Your options are: piece a few, jo- you know, get a second job, get a part-time job, work a few extra days a week. Or if you truly feel that you're not being appreciated by your employer, look for a new job. Look for a new job. Don't expect legislation to put more money in your pocket. Eight oh three oh nine thirty, star nine thirty is the number to get on. It's also the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. If you're just joining us and saying, "Joe, what the heck are you talking about?" Um, state Senator Sean Ryan on Tuesday said that one of the important things he wants to push is a Raise the Wage Act, which would gradually increase the minimum wage across the state from 2125, uh, I'm sorry, to 2125 by 2027. And again, I look at Siena research, where a majority of Americans say that raising the or increasing the minimum wage should be based on the rate of inflation. 82% Democrats, 59% Republicans, 57% independents. But that's not what Sean Ryan's saying. Sean Ryan's saying by 2027, it should be 2125. I guarantee there are people in this audience who have worked themselves up to what they make now and it's not 2125. What does that mean for your job? Does that mean you're gonna be a minimum wage employee? In business owners, what does this mean? What does this mean if the, if, if the state raises the tax, or I'm sorry, the minimum wage to twenty one twenty five. What's that mean for your business? Pesci's Pizza on Main and Transit said, it's ludicrous. We're talking $40 lar- for a large pizza. $40 right now might get you a large pizza and a few wings or a few fingers. But if this legislation goes through, things you buy, will be ridiculously expensive. And it does go back to the question. And again, I, w- I would like to say this right now. If you disagree with me, please call in. Because I want to hear the argument for this proposal. But as I said in the first hour, you know, my understanding of a minimum wage job is not, is not your forever job. That's not the job where you're supposed to be making a livable wage. A minimum wage job is a part-time job, a high school job. The way New York State has already raised minimum wage uh, to 1420, yeah, it's the, it's the rate for an entry-level job now because these companies don't have any other choice. The employees they were paying 725 are now making 1420. So yeah, you went to school for, 14, for four years, your entry-level job might be minimum wage but i would say that's more a result of what new york state's already done instead of how it's supposed to be or how it was how it used to be and let's talk about the jobs that are going to go away yeah the prices of goods are going to be more right we're already talking about inflation 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 can you imagine the inflation associated with 2125 an hour just think about that but you go to a fast food place. I mentioned McDonald's in the first hour. Across the street from the studio, we have a Taco Bell. There's never anyone at that counter. It's either order on your phone or order at the, uh, at the self-serve kiosk. Now, I'm sure that's just a result of the times. But I think it also has to do with 1420 minimum wage. 803-0930, star 930, that's the number to get on here today let's go to the phone uh josh let's go to line one where greg is hey greg thanks for hanging on hey greg i don't have you there hey hey, greg can you hear me now ah josh let's put greg back on hold and uh let's go to diane in buffalo hey diane
3: hello hello joe um the problem with raising the minimum wage um, this is, again, like um, Economics 101. You're going to have some people that are going to do well, you know, if they could get all that extra money. But when you go to the people like me who are retired, who had to take early retirement because I got laid off during Obama, early retirement, and I couldn't find another job because I was 61. Who wants to hire anybody at 61? So, anyways... It'll be like fifteen dollars for a loaf of bread when you go in the grocery store. the prices now are just like terrible, like I can't buy as much as I used to be able to buy and um and also don't get rid of a lot of the cashiers. I noticed you can, you know there's you you go in the store and there's hardly anybody working. They got all these cashier lines, but maybe might only have one open. they don't have you know years ago they used to have tons of cashiers you could you know now you have to stay in the line and stay in the line
2: diane hours. if you would go to the store at night you know five, i don't go at night years, i only go but the if day. you were to go at night five or ten years ago right you mm-hmm. would have almost every register open i used to work at jubilee um and you know at night is when we had the most registers open that's when you had the high school students come in they would run the cash registers now you go at night there's maybe one or two register uh, lanes open everyone's going to to the self-checkout and guess what if this goes up to 21 25 You might have one person at the register or you might have to, like at McDonald's, wait for someone to come out of doing something else to cash you out. I mean, that's really what it's going to set up because if they don't, if they keep the employees they have on now, Diane, I mean, like you said, bread's going to be $16. I mean, oh, I, I can't
3: make... buy anywhere near as much stuff as I used to be able to buy. Right. You, it really, it's, it's like everything. Cathode is like $10 more a bag, you know, the big bags. Everything yeah. is – and then they, they don't even have a good selection anymore. Everything is – I guess it's a supply chain. I don't know. Everything's You go overpicked. in looking for something, and you can't even find it.
2: Yep, yep. And, hey, okay. Diana, I appreciate the call. Appreciate the call. Diane in Buffalo opens the line for you. 803-0930, star 930. But she makes a point. People are going to make fun of that comment. People are going to make fun of her saying bread's going to be $16. But think of it now. It's one or the other. It's one or the other. Your groceries are going to be higher than you could imagine if they keep every employee on. Or they're going to lay people off. I'm not the smartest person, okay? I am far from the smartest person. But that to me is common sense. One of two things are going to happen: either the prices of goods are going to be ridiculously high, or people are going to lose their job. And again, you're going to say, "Well, Joe, you just said it was entry-level part-time jobs. Well, those will be gone, but there will be people in management who are laid off for this as well." That's just common sense. Wegmans cannot cannot raise their prices. All right, you're paying seven dollars an hour to ever more to every to minimum wage employees. All right. Let's just let's just go with that as the example. Seven dollars an hour or more. Do you realize what that's going to co- what that's going to cost the grocery store, and what they're going to have to raise their prices? It doesn't make sense. The only other option is to have less employees, less employees. And then when it's twenty one twenty five, we're going to have people in Albany going, well, "Why aren't these places hiring? Why well, I, I don't understand it. You don't understand. Just again." It it, it all goes with having to live in the real world, working in the real world. And I think a lot of these politicians have been so removed from having to work a real job, working an entry-level job, working a minimum wage job, so removed from the real world in doing all this political speak, because I just don't know if you really just sit down and think about it. This isn't a left versus right issue. Everyone everyone tries to make everything a political issue. This is not a left versus right issue. I really think this is a common sense issue. And business owners, what does this say about Albany's view of you? I mean, how many shows did we do during the pandemic of businesses struggling to stay open? And there are businesses that called in during the pandemic that are no longer open, that are no longer in business. We've had small business owners. We had a guy call in. I wish I would have remembered the name of his company. He called me on the last day that his business was open. They had a close because of the struggles of the pandemic. And now these companies, they held on. They made it through the pandemic. They made it through a time where New York State was telling them when they could and couldn't open. Not just the state, when the county was telling them when they could and couldn't open. And now New York State, how are they going to repay you? this is what they're going to do next? I I don't understand how you can say that you're business friendly and you're going to just drain these companies out of money. I talk so much. I talk so much about, well, just say that as a promo, Josh. I talk so much. But I talk so much about driving down these busy streets and seeing these empty buildings and how sad it is to see empty buildings, empty storefronts, empty retail. Now, I realize that retail is having uh, an issue of their own, right, with online ordering, and some stores just did not react well to the internet. But you don't think if the minimum wage goes up to 21 25 we're gonna see more of those empty buildings, we're gonna see more of these things, these places that are being built now, just sitting empty by 2027? You don't think this is gonna price people out of existence when it comes to businesses? I would urge State Senator Sean Ryan to do a forum with business owners, to do a town hall with business owners, and hear from the people who this will be affecting. And I will provide him that that uh, that forum. He wants to use an hour of hardline to talk to business owners, to have business owners voice their concerns or their support. I'm not saying everyone agrees with me, but if, Sean, if State Senator Sean Ryan wants to do that, I would be happy to give him an, an hour of hardline. I would just introduce the show and he can go, he can talk to the business owners. But that would be my my question. And that would not only be my request of State Senator Sean Ryan, but to any politician in Albany who thinks this is a good idea. Talk to the business owners. Because a 21.25 minimum wage might sound good to you, but if there's no jobs to offer 21.25, it's not gonna be good for anyone. 8030930 star 930 is the number to get on it's Beamer in for Bowerly taking your calls after this on News Radio 930 WBEN
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch visit your local T-Mobile store today
2: 30, WBEN playing a little Hall and & Oates, and I just saw in the New York Post. Hall & Oates are touring this year apart. You can either see Daryl Hall or John Oates, but they are not touring together. Now, the article did say they may pop in on each other's shows, but two separate tours. Now, I love Hall & Oates, right? And I always talk about how much I regret um, saying no when Bowerly offered me tickets back in 2014, to see Hall & Oates at Art Park. But I don't know if I want to see Hall & Oates separate. Like, I want to see Hall & Oates. I don't know if I would go to just see... I mean, I probably would. Who are we kidding? But I think it's interesting that they are doing separate tours and not touring together. But maybe at the end of their separate tours, they'll announce another Hall & Oates tour together. I'd like to see them. I'd like to see Hall & uh, that That is a... We talk about bucket list concerts. I do. I do that regularly. We do the bucket list concert topic, and I so badly want to be able to see Hall and Oates. Hopefully, they'll uh, they'll do a together tour next year. 930 is the number we're talking about. Uh, state Senator Sean Ryan uh, saying he would like to see the minimum wage increased across the state to twenty one twenty five. Now, Channel Seven uh, WKBW did an interview with a um, local business owner and I thought this was interesting and then we'll get to your calls at 803 The owner said when the wages go up along goes the insurance rates. So now you're talking more than enough factors going into putting small businesses like ourselves out of business and that's eventually going to happen. The business owner said the last thing they wanna do is close down a family business that's been around since 1961. Quote, they forgot what America was built on, small businesses, and it seems like they wanna take small business out of the equation. Small business owners, is this how you feel? I have to imagine going up to a $15 minimum wage has not been easy, and that employees and hours have had to be, have had to be cut and now twenty one twenty five. I mean, is there a business owner listening right now who hears a potential raise to twenty one twenty five that would completely ruin their business? Eight oh three, oh nine thirty, star nine thirty. Let's go to line one Josh and speak with Pat. Hey Pat, thanks for hanging on during the break.
1: Hey, no problem at all. How are you doing today?
2: I'm doing all right, Pat. What do you think about this proposal?
1: Oh, I think he's out of his mind. I mean, you know, you got skilled laborers out there that are, you know, making just a little bit more than that. I mean, they, they, they work their whole lives doing something, you know, and, and getting a trade or, or, or anything, or even an education. And, you know, somebody that's minimum wage is going to make as much as they do. I don't see the, the advantage of it. You know, I can't agree more with you. Like when you said it's, Part time isn't supposed to be a living wage or minimum wage. Isn't supposed to be a, a living wage. It's meant for, like you said, somebody that's going to school to better themselves, or you know, uh, somebody that's retired wants to make a few extra dollars. You know, I mean, my wife and I, we both, you know, uh, worked our way up from nothing. You know, uh, we we both worked two jobs when we were younger if we didn't make enough money. I mean, people don't realize that. I don't know if they think they're more entitled something
2: you know I, I Pat, don't know you
1: maybe
2: up, we... you bring up a great sorry, point. you bring up a great point working your way up if you start at twenty one twenty five, how much further up can you work your your wage I mean how much more is your employer going to pay you where you know most jobs we're not we're not talking much over you know 25 30 how much if everyone's starting at twenty one twenty five? how much more are you going to make you know, I mean, I, I, that's gonna. Yeah, that's what, are, gonna what set. are you going to
1: pay a plumber fifty dollars an hour, seventy five? I mean, my gosh. I mean, I, honestly, I just replaced a hot water tank, and uh, I mean, twenty five years ago, you'd get one for a hundred and fifty dollars or two hundred bucks, and now they're almost a thousand dollars. I mean, yeah. where's it going to stop? I mean, or the value of even our our dollar? You know, as crazy as that sounds, I mean, like, I'll just give you a quick example. When my wife and I were young. We didn't have a lot of money. We went to McDonald's and we split a cheeseburger in a fry. That was a treat, you know. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know how many cheeseburgers you'd have to sell to make make up twenty five dollars an hour for just one employee.
2: Well, I mean, I mean yeah, and, and you're talking. I mean, a cheeseburger that when I was in elementary school, you could still get a cheeseburger for under a dollar. And now, yeah. I mean, now cheeseburgers are even two twenty five. Imagine uh, if it goes up to yeah. $21.25. Yeah,
1: it's crazy. I don't, I don't know what he, you know, Sean Ryan has, is thinking. Even the people that are going to get that wage, are they, they're not even going to be able to afford to, to buy McDonald's.
2: It, no, that make any sense. No, exactly, Pat. Hey, Pat, I really appreciate the call. Pat in Buffalo opens the line for you. eight zero three zero nine thirty star nine thirty. And, and you know, that's another great point. I mean, you work your way up, right? I, I talked about in the last segment. I had three jobs. That I I pieced together to work my way up, you know. And, and again, I took a few detours to get where I am now. But I I worked my way here. I didn't, you know, spend a year and then say, well, this isn't working. Albany, can you help me? You know, I I I would say I struggled along the way to to get a job that I wanted. Now again, it's very possible. Hold on one second. I'm sorry. It's very possible that you're working a job very hard right now and you wanna work your way up. You like the company, you like what you do. But again, sometimes you just have to realize um, that maybe you've hit a dead end and you need to find a new job. You need to find a job where you can climb the corporate ladder. That's something we talked about earlier in the week. Um, but again, I, I, I don't want this to sound like I'm going after, you know, it's, it's a left versus right. Cause I, I don't think this is a left versus right debate. I think this is a common sense debate. And you know, I have asked uh, State Senator Sean Ryan numerous times to come on hardline. I, I mean, the, the request, and I have to say, the people in his office have been very nice to me. They have found very, uh, very nice, different ways to say no, but they've been very nice. Nothing, there's been no ill will back and forth. They've been very nice. They just always say no. Um, I, I think Sean Ryan, I think State Senator Sean Ryan should have a forum to where he talks to business owners, to small business owners because I think you need that perspective before you can push something like this in. And you need people who run a business, who have built a business up. This is their life. This is their day, their night. This is their entire life. You need to hear how it's going to affect them. And then not just small business. Like I said, talk to grocery store owners. Talk to people who run grocery stores. Ask them with 21 25 an hour, how many of those human cash registers will be run? Just ask them. You've got grocery stores that have 25 lanes. I guarantee you, 25 lanes are not, uh, they're probably never open now. But you might be lucky to have two of those open if you're paying 21 25 an hour. That's my look on it. 8030930, star 930. What's your look on it? Let's go to Amherst and talk to Brandon. Brandon, thanks for hanging on.
4: Hey, what's up, man? How you doing?
2: Doing all right. What's your take on this?
4: Well, I uh, I'm 100% in agreement with you and all the callers, um, but I was just trying to come up with maybe a, a something that might be positive for the the minimum wage hike, and it took a while for me to think about it and find something. But just maybe, you guys were talking about cheeseburgers in the last call, so it worked out kind of perfect for my my point. But maybe <laughs> it would actually prevent. A lot of people from buying that junk food and prioritizing what they buy at the grocery stores and kind of slow down the obesity problem in America, which, as we know, stresses out the hospitals a lot and a lot of other things. But um, that's what I was thinking that could be a positive if it did happen. But I wouldn't vote for it because I think there's a lot more negative than positive. But if it did happen, I think that could be Helpful for people Brandon, to slow down their eating, I, and healthy, and whatever.
2: I love that positive outlook on it because I'm right there with you. <laughs> Obviously, that's something that you know, that's something that should be focused on, and, and you don't hear much talk about it out of Albany. Um, but I like that positive spin on it. I, 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 if there's anything we can look forward to, hopefully. But... Yeah. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks, man. That's Brandon in Amherst. Open your line for you. Eight oh three oh nine thirty. Star nine thirty. I, I just, I, I, I will go back to what I said in the first hour. I will go back to when I was a minimum wage employee. I was in high school. You know, I um, was working Jubilee. Then I went and worked at Lenovo. And I, I loved that. That was just, you know, some extra money. That was just some money to go around. And guess what else I made minimum wage? Right out of college, I made minimum wage. And you know what? I loved it if I had a job. And that there's, there was a clear path to working my way up. I mean, what is the difference? That's not that's not a great way to phrase that. But what's going to be out there for high school? I mean, one of the best parts, I think, when you turn um, 16 and you can go and get a job, right? You can go work a job at 16, 17. You know, you, you kind of feel like an adult. You can be off uh, your parents' uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? Allowance, right? You don't have to ask your parents for money. You've got money now to do things your friends. Right? You've got money to save if you want to save. You got money to to spend on this, spend on that, you know? One of my first paychecks I bought a Nintendo GameCube. All right? Um, but with 2125 minimum wage, how many of these jobs are going to be available for a kid in high school, a kid working their way through college? And what are the hours going to be like? We talked about that with with retail. How they're cutting hours everywhere. Can you imagine if they, if they have to pay 2125? Again, I think what this is going to lead to is more empty buildings. Higher prices and a higher rate of unemployment, jobs will be eliminated with a 21 25 minimum wage. And again, this isn't right wing conspiracy. This isn't, this is, I think, common sense. I think this has nothing to do with right versus left. I don't think this is a, a political thing at all. I think it's a common sense thing. And I think it just illustrates how people in Albany need to talk to business owners, need to talk to people who work in the real world. And that doesn't just go for Albany, that goes for DC as well. But I think these people that have just been living in the political world way too long, they need to step out of the political world. And they need to see the struggles uh, of an everyday business owner. Right? I know there are people out there struggling. I know there are people out there that are, are, are struggling to make ends meet. Believe me, I know that. That's been me before, okay? I know there are people out there that, that can't pay their bills. I get that. But I think it goes back to, all right, pull a Joe Beamer in 2014, string three jobs together. All right. If you're not getting the, the, the money you think you deserve at your job now, go find a new job. When you get out of work today, go apply somewhere else. I know you're gonna say, oh, that's easier said than done, but that's the way to do it. If you've been if you've been working. All time working, you think you're doing some of your best work and you're still not getting the appreciation, you're still not getting the raise. Well, that's on you. In for Tom Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN talking about this uh, proposed hike in minimum wage. And someone texted in with a great point. And, and you know, I they said it's not just fast food places that are going to be affected by this, of course. I, I think almost any field. Any field I can think of is going to be affected by a minimum wage hike to twenty-one twenty-five. I mean, I'm looking in the radio industry, right? I work in the radio industry. I almost guarantee barely production jobs, right? If the minimum wage was up to 2125 $20, I mean, we have kids still in high. If it goes up to 21.25, I mean, you might end up... So yeah, you're right. It doesn't affect just fast food. It doesn't affect just restaurant. Restaurant owners are the ones speaking out. Like I said, Pesci's Pizza uh, put post on Facebook this morning that drew my attention to this. Actually, it, my wife found it and she sent it to me. So you're right. It's not just restaurants. Retail is going to be affected by this. Uh, almost every sector will be affected by a 2125 um, minimum wage. And that will result in the elimination of jobs. I, I, I just don't know how how everyone can't see this. 8030930 star 930 is the number to get on. Let's go to Jay in Buffalo. Jay, thanks for hanging on.
6: Yeah, uh, a couple of points here is that
2: whenever you wage minimum raise, it's really,
6: a, it's it's a tax increase. People pay more into Social Security they pay more into Medicare uh, um, federal taxes go up out of your paycheck state taxes go up. so so and then your other fields to compete will have to raise price raise wages as well. So it's a massive inflation and tax increase and that's probably in my mind the, the, the real reason that they want to raise minimum wage. And one other thing, if you're working in management you want to get up the corporate ladder, okay, you're working 12 hours a day, all right? Uh, 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 so so there's no such thing as an eight hour a day job if you want to get ahead.
2: Yeah, Jay, I hear you, man. I um, That's a good point with the taxes though. Taxes will go up, the, uh, the income tax will obviously go up. Uh, It's just it's an interesting proposal. I appreciate Jay. It's an interesting proposal. Um, You know, we thought this was till $15. We heard this from former Governor Cuomo a few years ago. And now State Senator Sean Ryan says that 15 is not enough. Let's keep bringing it up. Let's go to 2125. I think that's way out of line. And again, I think it's not being in touch with the people this will affect the business owners. What do you think? 8030930 star 930. Beamer in for Bowerly. Back after this.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.